Welcome to the Million Dollar Equation Podcast, a podcast about the easiest, fastest way to build a million dollar business based on the best-selling book, The Million Dollar Equation. If you love business, each episode reveals all of the core fundamental essentials for growth. Now, here's your host, Rochelle Shaw. Michelle Shaw, and today I have my good friend, Dr. Will, Dr. Will. So he is going to talk about speaking your way to millions. I watched so many folks really screw this up. Uh, we were giggling before I hit record in a private conversation and stuff that I probably shouldn't be telling you, but I, you know, I'm an open book. <laughs> we were giggling about people who kind of, who screw this up and they don't understand uh, why speaking is so important and what you can do to leverage your speaking to really generate millions. So later, uh, I think later on today in our in our first launch, I've got um, my media trainer. So my producer from Fox 5 is coming and she's going to talk about how she worked with me and fixed some of the things that I was doing all wrong. But, you know, at the end, you want to make sure that you're speaking and doing things right. So, you know what? I don't want to screw up your intro, Dr. Will. So I always like, you know, because he's got like 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 a half a page and it keeps going on all the awards that he's won. Um, so you tell our listeners all about you before we jump into the content that's so great today. So a long story, very short. You know, I'm originally from Compton, California. Grew up in Compton when it was said to be the worst city in America. And uh, we were, you know, surrounded by gangs and drugs, the whole NWA type of thing. And you know this, you, you, you aspire to who you see. And so all I saw was gangbangers and drug dealers. And so that's who I ended up being. And then one day, I, I, I call it a disruption. Um, uh, I was interrupted in life by a beautiful man who was standing in as a California judge. And I was standing in front of him and he, he told me this. He said, Mr. Moreland, you're headed nowhere fast. So you need to tell me what you're gonna do with your life. And no one had ever asked me that at that time. No one had ever asked me, what was I gonna do with my life? And he said, this is what I'm gonna do for you. I'm gonna give you two weeks to come back to my court and tell me what you're gonna do with your life. And um, I milled around, you know, Hawthorne, California, not knowing what I was gonna do. And I met my second disruptor, uh, a gentleman by the name of Corey, who was a army recruiter. And he saw me in the Hawthorne Mall and he came up to me and he said, have you ever thought about going to the army? And I looked at him and I said, you know what? Let's do it. Cause I figured in that moment, I said, you know what? The judge would probably think this is a great idea if I was gonna go to the army. And so I ended up had the great fortune to go and join the United States army. And that's where I met my third disruptor, a gentleman by the name of Command Sergeant Major Babs. And he asked me the second vital or third critical question, he says, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see yourself in five years? And no one had ever asked me that question. No one had ever asked me what I wanted to do with my life. No one ever asked me about my vision for my life. And so I had these gentlemen asking me these pointed questions. And when he asked me that, I had no answer. So he handed me a book and he said, I want you to read this book. And it was a book called Think and Grow Rich. And I began to read that book and that began to open me up to this whole world that I knew nothing about personal development, setting goals, visualizing, seeing yourself differently. And that's when I really fell in love with this whole arena of personal development while I was in the army. And so I thought I was going to do 20 years in the army and, uh, but I fell in love with personal development. And so, um, I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I don't know what it looks like to do this, but this is what I want to do. I want to impact people. I want to inspire people. I want to tell them about this personal development thing. If you set goals, if, if you have a plan of action that you literally can change your life. And so, so after I did my eight years in the army, I started a consulting company, didn't quite know what I was going to do with that consulting company. But here we are 20 years later, that allows me to speak all around the world and, and just hang out with some cool people like Rochelle. And, and here we are today. That's it. That's the summary from Compton to Rochelle. You better preach. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so exciting. Like when I, when I hear it, cause, cause you know, I mean, even with your kids and, and my daughter, you know, I'm always talking about, you know, my older daughter, um, my stepdaughter is, was kind of struggling a little bit. Right. And I said, you, you know what? I hate to tell you what the challenge is because you don't want to hear it. And she's like, no, you know, what is it? Just tell me because you're always right. And she rolled her eyes. Right? And I said, well, it's because you keep believing this story of perfection. And you don't understand that you have an amazing life right now, but you keep waiting to have it until, you know, you keep waiting for the next and the next and not understanding that right here, right now, you've got an amazing life. You just have to make the decision that it is an amazing life. And this is the goal that I'm going to set. And you, you know, you write it down and I went through all this stuff. And of course I sent her the link and she goes, he's got like 30 books, you know, how many, <laughs> what am I supposed to get? <laughs> and I said, you know what? They're all fantastic. Just pick one. But she needed that little piece so that now she could get to the point where she's got goals, much better goals than she had before. You know, but she, they just bought a house. She's got two little boys and she felt like, okay, well, is this my, if this is my life, I'm unhappy. And is this all there is? And all of the things that you teach and taught her in your book was just, okay, I could do more. I can be more and I can inspire more and I'm ready to go do that. So I was so excited for that. And I had actually never told you that story. Um, so I, I couldn't wait to tell you live. <laughs> the world. Yes, yes, yes. So I was really excited, but she loved that. And you are a huge proponent of entrepreneurs and any business owner to add a speaking business to their core business, like to add that on. So really, if you own like a retail hair shop or a glasses shop, you really think that you should add speaking onto that? Oh my goodness. So any business owner, any entrepreneur out there, a lot of times I think we forget what the goal of going into business is, and that's to be profitable, right? Yeah. I know we want to inspire. I know we want to help people. But at the end of the day, the bottom line is, if you're not profitable, then you're not in business. And we're, we're in a time right now where a lot of people think because they have a website and a business card that they're in business. But I tell them, look, go look at your bank account and you can tell if you're in business or not. And so when you're a business owner, you need to always market and you always need to leverage. And so when we talk about the speaking business, I haven't found a, a better leveraging and marketing tool than speaking. You know, yep. leads and people and new clients are the bloodline of your business. And so when I get the opportunity to speak, whether it's 50 people, whether it's 100 people, the leverage, the leverage that I have to go from one to one to one to many is just phenomenal. And so even with my consulting company, which is my, my foundation company, right. adding speaking to that business has allowed me to build a seven-figure consulting company. I don't see how I could have did it without that. The the publicity, the branding, um, you know, we always say people like to buy from people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. When you get on that stage or when you get in front of an audience, you have instant trust. They instantly trust the person that's on the stage. And so if you are a doctor, a lawyer, um, a chiropractor, a dentist, I could not you know, say more for you um, adding this speaking component, you're going to see your numbers go up because now you're going to be reaching people and you, you've used media to do this as well, to be the go-to person. Everybody wants to work with the go-to person and using speaking to leverage and market your brand instantly makes you the go-to person. So yeah, I'm a huge proponent of it. So for a service-based business, what does it do to their regular everyday fees when you become a speaker too? What, what, what have you seen? So this is, I'm just telling you my personal journey. I, yeah. I, I'll use my personal journey to 
give leverage to what I'm saying. I was living in Europe for 15 years and decided to move to Phoenix, Arizona, a state that I had never been to, a state that I had no connections in, a state that I had no family in. And when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona, I was trying to build my consulting company and I'm knocking on doors, I'm calling people, but no one knew me, no one knew me. And so it didn't matter how skilled I was. It didn't matter that I had been doing it for 15 years. It didn't matter that I had traveled all around the world. Everybody said, who is this Dr. Will? Who, who is this Dr. Will? And so I couldn't even get my foot in the door as a consultant. But the moment we shifted our strategy and said, okay, I'll get in as a speaker, as a motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, the door began to open. And so literally um, we went from being unknown. We went from being unknown, literally um, within two to three years being named one of the um, fastest growing consultant companies in Arizona, being named the best uh, consultant company last year, just won an award for being the top diversity company in Arizona. And so this is in a seven year period of me going from virtually being unknown by using the leverage, the tool. And so when I talk about the speaking business, I'm not talking that you have to, you know, be a Tony Robbins or anything like that, but in your local area, you becoming that local star in that local area would take your bottom line 20, 30, 40% up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even for, you know, everybody knows I talk about um, my private client, the OBGYN, right? And when he started speaking, uh, he changed his practice from a insurance base to cash pay. Yeah. Changed everything. So now he works three hours, four hours a day <laughs> and everything goes to his bottom line. And now he charges three times the amount he ever charged. And they say, well, ooh, that's a lot. And he goes, okay, well, if you don't want me to take care of you, that's fine. But this is how much it costs. <laughs> you know? And there's no price struggle. Like, like they just go, oh, okay, not a problem. As long as we can give them a way to pay for it, right? So as long as we have financing options and those, but we even have set that up so that we limit those. Those are like the last resort. Those are the people who said no, no, no. And that's what we offer to them, but it really has transformed his practice. So I agree with you 1000%. And that's the, probably the number one thing that I like to get my private clients to do. However, many are so fearful <laughs> of getting in front of even three to five people, let alone a big crowd. So what's your advice for them? Yeah, so hopefully you're in a business that you love, right? And hopefully if you're OBGYN, if you're a dentist, hopefully you're doing something that you're passionate about. And so what I tell all our clients is when you're talking about something you're passionate about, you're really just having a conversation. And talking, you know, is something we do on a daily basis. So everybody is always public speaking, right? We're, yep. we're public speaking all the time. For whatever reason, when we hear that in our brain, professional speaking, public speaker we lock up and we think it's something totally different and I, I assure them that all I want you to do is grab that mic and have a conversation talk about your experiences what are some of the funny stories inside of your industry what are some of the funny experiences that you had that's what I want you to talk about when you're on stage I want you to convince people that you're the go-to person and there's no better way than just to tell stories you know when we look at companies like um, McDonald's McDonald's hardly ever talks about the Big Mac or the or the the McNuggets. They just tell stories. If you look at Nike, Nike rarely tells you about the shoe. It's about stories. It's about personalities. This is why they paid the LeBron James's fifty million dollars, eighty million dollars to tell their story. Not even about the shoe. You get connected to the person. And so when you're on stage, if you're just you, you know, it, it seems, you know, elementary, but I tell people don't make it mechanical. Just be you, your personality, wherever you come from. If you talk with a twain, talk with that twain. If you're like me from Compton, you got a little Ebonics in there, talk with a little Ebonics. Just be you. Just be you. And so we really help them take that pressure off of thinking that they have to become something else, right? It's just about presenting your case that you're the go-to person in that industry. Oh, I love that. I think because I think so many people get 
get caught up in what am I supposed to say? You know, and I go, well, what would you say to if, if you just had, you know, 50 or one patient in front of you? What are you going to say to that one patient? What are you going to say to them? And they go, oh, I can just do that. And I just laugh when they when they ask for permission. Right. I go, yeah. OK, did you ever get in trouble in school <laughs> ever? It's like, stop asking for permission. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, stop it. No, no, no. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the Million Dollar Equation podcast. Love what you're hearing. If you like it, I love it. <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode. that our listeners may say that they don't have time to even add speaking you know they're so busy working in the business what's your advice to them that that they they kind of agree with you now that maybe they should add it um but they're not sure how they can find the time so here's the deal every single entrepreneur every single business person that i've ever talked to or worked with i said why did you start your business why did you become an entrepreneur and they all say this time freedom time freedom i want to control my life i want to control my life but what happens is because they're continuously working in their business they never have time for life this is what I tell all my clients. You want to figure out what life you want and then go build a business that supports it. Yeah. My business supports my life. You know, this weekend, um, Father's Day week, I just I just went to Mexico and I just woke up and I said, hey, hon, you know what? Let's go to Mexico, grab the kids and let's go. And that's what speaking has allowed me to do, have that type of lifestyle. And so for those of you that are saying, you know what, I don't think I have the time. Here's the thing. This is how you create the time. When you're up speaking, you're going to be leveraging yourself. And like Rochelle said, now your clientele goes to another level. I call it no blink clients. When I became, you know, a celebrity consultant per se, I call them no blink clients. When I give them my fee, they say no problem. They don't even blink. Where do we send the check? Where do we where do we swipe the credit card? And because I was able to raise my fee, I did I no longer had to be day to day in my business. I went from the same 10 clients were paying me now the same that one client was paying me. And it's because I leverage this tool. And that's what I want people to really think about. I don't want you to think about it like, oh, it's a whole nother business. You already have to market. You already need another leveraging tool. So I want you to think about speaking as you're leveraging and marketing tool. So I don't want you to get bogged down thinking that, oh, you're, I'm already you know, drowning in this business. Now you want me to add something else. I'm adding freedom. That's what speaking does. It adds freedom because when you think, if you just say, you know what, I'm going to just speak twice a month and I'm going to find the organizations, I'm going to find the association that have my ideal clients and I'm just going to go speak to them. Now you're speaking to 200 people, 300 people, 50 people. You walk away with six to 10 leads, 20 leads. What is that going to do for your bottom line? And what is it going to do for your freedom? Right. How, how is that going to change your business? You know, so many times they ask me, well, I need, you know, to get a new client right now. It's like, well, you need to get in front of 50 people and speak, you know, or if, if it's four people and, you know, my mama and her two friends, look, you know, I did it. I didn't care who it was. I don't care how many times I was at a Denny's, right? And you could hear the clanking of the dishes and I just kept going right. because, you know, first I was super passionate about my subject, but the second is I knew if they could just hear it. So um, just to to piggyback on what you just said about increasing the, the revenue and the leads is that if um, I have, have an online CRM and if they've never met me in person, it normally takes them about 18 months to pay me. So just, you know, other than a book or something like that. But to, right. to get a, a nice chunk of money, it takes about 18 months. And that's of me sending daily emails, <laughs> you know, all of these crazy things. And so if they've met me, 
if I've, I'm speaking and they have seen me and let me do my thing, then I get paid within two weeks. Within two weeks, they're writing a big check. Two weeks. So from 18 months down to 14 days, <laughs> I, you're crazy not to add this as part of your business. Just, just silly. Well, and, and to add that, you know, the no like, and trust factor, when you get up on stage or when you just do a small presentation, it is accelerated. You're absolutely right. I saw the same thing in my business in sending out the emails and, and, and just, you know, it took about, you know, 25 emails because I wasn't real to them. They, they just, I was an e email, but when they can see you and for lack of a better term, touch you, feel you, taste you. Yeah. They're easier to consume you, right? They pull out that 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 credit card a whole lot faster when they see she's a real person. He's a real person. I'm a dad. I'm a husband. I have the same struggles. It's hard to convey that through a email. Like, yeah. you know, are they really going to read the email? They may not read the email to the 10th email. And then they got to go. But when I'm right in front of you, they can ask me a question. They can ask me about the challenge. And how I can genuinely help them go to the next level. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I said it's it's the it's the confirmation that it is my real hair. You know, once they can confirmation right, right, right. that that's my right. hair, it really is my hair, then their credit cards come out. But before then, they're right. like, no, you know, it looked kind of, maybe that's not it. <laughs> oh. right, right, that's the lace front, right. <laughs> Oh, she got one of them good ones. One of them Tyra Banks ones. <laughs> Which is so exactly. But it is, it is wild, wild, wild. So, so now that we got them excited, all right, so let's ease them a little bit too. Is do they have to be Les Brown or Tony Robbins or other really big, or Dr. Will, you know? Do they have to be you or Rochelle or, you know, have 15 jokes and making people laugh in order to really be successful at this? Absolutely not. So let me tell you this, like a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm really an introvert, right? I'm really an introvert. I'm really withdrawn. If you see me at home, I'm just in the corner and I'm really not talking. But when I found out that this skill, it's a skill that anybody can learn, the skill of communication, the skill of connecting with people, the skill of smiling. When I started putting all those things together, I realized, no, I didn't have to be Les Brown. I didn't have to memorize 20 poems. I didn't have to be Tony Robbins and walk on fire. All I had to do was be genuine and authentic. And here's what I tell everybody. And I want everybody to listen to me. There's 7.5 billion people on the planet. But guess what? Here's the good news. We need a legit 5,000 of them to really fall in love with you and your product. Literally, out of the 7.5 billion, billion, everybody doesn't have to like Dr. Will for me to be successful. We've created a community through this speaking. We've created a community of people that vibe with me. And so they buy my books, they buy my programs. You know, I remember uh, when I, the first time I ever met Les Brown and um, he's one of the giants in the speaking industry. And I was, I was talking with Les and I said, okay, I'm young at this, but I want to be successful. What's your absolute best advice for me? And he gave me two pieces of advice that I've never forgotten. And I modeled my whole business around it. He says, I've been in this business for 40 years and two things have changed my life. And this is number one. He said, find your story. What is your story? What is your story? So everybody who knows Les Brown, they know he was born in Liberty City in an abandoned building. Him and his twin brother, they were adopted by Miss Mamie Brown. He was uh, known to be uh, eligibly uh, uh, retarded in high school. A teacher talked to him and said, it's not what they call you, it's who you answer to. Everybody knows his story. He's taken that story and went all around the world. So he said, Will, learn your story. The second thing he told me, and this is what we're talking about today. He said, I didn't realize how valuable speaking was. And when I talk about speaking, he said he didn't realize 
all the other additional things that you could add to his speaking business. So he said when he was earning two million or earning a million, he was literally leaving millions on the table because for so long he didn't have a book, didn't have a consultant program, didn't have a back-end strategy to continue the conversation, to continue the relationship. He would go in and speak to a thousand people and then leave. And they had no connection to him. He didn't have a website. He didn't have any school. And now if you follow him now, he has the Les Brown School of Speaking because these people wanted to connect with him. So what is your story? And then look, as I said, speaking is not just speaking from the stage. I'm talking about you using media. Like, you know, I learned this from Rochelle. You know, become the superstar in your area. Get a segment on your, there's 365 days out the year and they need a story every day. You only need to be on there 12 times, once a month, right? Once a month. They need 365 stories times 10, right? You only need 12 segments. You take that segment. Now when people see you, oh, she has to be the one. She's on TV. He has to be the one. They have to be the best dentist. I saw you on TV. They have to be the best real estate professional. I saw you on TV. You have to be the best lawyer, the best whatever. I saw you on TV. That's speaking. So when I say speaking, I don't want you just to think I'm talking about just being on stage, but I'm talking about all these platforms. Doing a live, you can do a, a live weekly from your own Facebook page, YouTube video, but you got to speak, guys. You got to communicate so you can convert. Ah, oh, I love that. Love that. So no fluff, no outlandish promises. You know, how profitable can a speaking business be? And, and, and once again, I only want to use me. I know my story is for real. I My story is for real. I went from zero. We went from uh, Germany to Arizona and literally started completely over. And with within seven years, I was able to build a seven figure business using speaking that led to consulting, that led to venture partnerships, that led to things that I didn't even think I wanted. I mean, I even did for a time a daily talk show here in Arizona, stuff that I didn't even think that I even wanted to do. And so if you're on the fence and you're thinking like, you know, I, you know, I don't have time for this. Listen, you're not going to find a better leveraging tool a better marketing tool than you getting in front of people. Even if you said, you know what, I'm going to do a, my own live event monthly where I just bring people in to tell you and to educate you about the services we provide. There's no better way that you're going to be able to convert people know, like, and trusting you in a shorter period of time. So for me, you know, and I've, I've, I mean, I've been to the best classes, the best masterminds, and speaking for me literally helped us build a, a seven, multi seven figure business in the shortest period of time. I don't know, literally, speaking has been a godsend. Like, literally, I don't know what I would have done in a city that I've never been to before, in a state that I've never lived in before, that got me the instant credibility to speak in front of a rooms of 500 people where they said instantly he's the guy we, we want to consult with him so that's no fluff we I don't I don't do the fluff boy thing I don't I don't promise you pie in the sky but if you're willing I tell this to my clients all the time if you're willing to do the work the work will give you the results you want uh, I love that you know but so many don't want to do the work like they 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 you know they look at me and they go oh my gosh um, how did you get on TV? I want to be on TV. And I'm like, but you didn't, you didn't see all the stuff I did before I got on TV you know right. what I mean? and all the work that I did and all the media training I had to do and all the, you know, I mean, I, I did a ton of stuff before I got there and, and I, I love that you, um, that you tell them that it is hard work or, or you said it is some work, but it, is it hard work? That's, that's a good question. Do you, do you think it's hard work? You know what? Um, I, I think the discipline of it is hard work. The discipline of it is yeah. is hard work to be consistent, right? That's the toughest thing. I tell people all the time, the toughest thing you're ever going to face is getting over your own self. 
It's just being consistent. Stop, you know, you're talking about your daughter earlier about the narrative that we play in our minds, the narrative, the story that we tell our own self, I can't do this. You know, I know people who were bad in math in 10th grade and they still keep telling themselves that that's why they haven't got their degree, right? I'm bad at math. Well, that's when you were a 13 unfocused, you know, teen in high school, right? right. Not paying for education. You're probably gonna be a little bit more focused today. And so, right. Um, it's work, but it's enjoyable work because here, here's what makes it enjoyable. I know the result I'm going to get. And so when I tell my clients for me to go out and, and send out 50 emails, yes, that's laborious. We're not sending out mass emails. They're individual emails that we have to send, but the result, because I know I'm going to get the result. And, and here's what I tell people, make the result worth it. Make the result worth it. Yes. And so this in speaking terms if let's just say you know what a new client for me is worth let's say five thousand dollars if that doesn't motivate you to send out the emails then raise the price but figure out what you need to do to be worth ten thousand to that person or fifteen thousand but make the result worth it if you make the result worth it then the work is worth it i'm writing that down because i like that <laughs> make the results worth it because i get people all the time that that just hate to implement and that just drives me well it's 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 almost where either you know there are two things either you are in a low low um program that i have or we just do it all for you there's there's kind of no in between because i get frustrated with um which is why i got out of the coaching business i was like oh no 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 because y'all bringing me down like it no, I can't be around that. You know what I mean? That That's absolutely frustrating. I don't like it. Hey, 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 MDE Nation. <laughs> Have you grabbed the original, the OG book, the book that started it all? The book, The Million Dollar Equation. That was my original passion project where everybody kept asking me, Michelle, tell me how you rebuilt back your million dollar business. How in the world did you come back from losing it all? How in the world did you do it? And I sat and I spent two weeks and I wrote the million dollar equation. So it sounds exactly how I talk. If you put my voice to it while you're reading it, you will feel the essence of me, but you will also learn some really great valuable lessons on how to build your own million dollar business. Yep, you can grab it right there on Amazon. Here's a question that I love asking um, everybody who, you know, tell me about your favorite client, you know, not ideal, you know, because I mean, I think everybody knows their ideal one, but you know, sometimes your favorite is your ideal, but tell me about your favorite client. They could be so my favorite students. client. Go ahead. Yeah. My, my favorite client, and I'll give you a synopsis of it, but then I'll, I'll tell you about an actual person. My favorite client is a person that sees what they want to accomplish and they're willing to do the work. And so um, I work with a lot of athletes who are transitioning. They're transitioning from the professional, from either the court or either the football field, and they want to use speaking to build their brand. And so I love working with athletes because um, athletes are willing to put in the work. They, they understand that Monday we're doing film, Tuesday we're doing stretching, Wednesday we're working out, Friday is game day, you know, Saturday is relaxed day, and then we're back in it. So they understand that you got to work. They, they've been in that system their whole life that you got to work for what you want. And then they realize that someone's always coming behind you. So you can't sleep, right? Somebody's always coming behind you to take what you have. And so for me, you know, I have a client right now who was a professional football player and he, he joined our program and what he's doing, like he just, I'll, I'll say this, he just, you know, he's been working with us for four months and within four months, because he implemented everything we told him, he just landed one of the biggest contracts literally ever. If I, if I, told you this company, you'd be amazed. And he just landed a, a training contract with them to go in and train all their leaders in all of their districts there in literally all the parts of the world. And this one contract 
it's going to feed him for the next several years. And so I love people that come to me. They're ready to implement. They're hungry. I feed them what they need to eat. They go consume it and then they go make it happen. Those are the absolute best clients because for me and people like you, we know it works, right? It's like Betty right. Crocker, two right. eggs, a stick of butter, Put right. it in there for 15, 20 minutes. You're going to get the picture on the box. You don't have to go to Cordon Blue. You no. don't have to be Chef ID. If you no. just follow the instructions, I yeah. know you're going to get the results. So I'm like you. I get frustrated because I know it works. And so when someone comes and tells it didn't work, I know it worked. You didn't do it. Well, did right. you do this? Right. Well, no. Right. No. Well, you're not doing my recipe then. You right, right, know what right. recipe you do. Right. You're not doing my recipe. Stop calling it Begzini. That's that's something right. else to But don't call right. it Begzini because you're messing it up. Right. Oh, right. That, that sends me over, like like so far over, because I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to work for me. You know, um, I have a speed school, which is all based on my new book, The Easiest, Fastest Way to Earn a Seven-Figure Business, right? It's a great, great stuff. It's the only way that I've ever built a business. You know, I've done some other stuff, but it was always after I, I, I did these core things. And because, you know, I give it to them in pieces and they don't know. So I'm only telling them, here, now get the eggs, right? Now get the butter. I'm not telling them what it's all supposed right, to look right. like, right? But because they're all trying to outthink me, which you can't. You cannot outthink me. You can't do that, okay? I'm giving it to you in small enough pieces so that you can build confidence. And with confidence, you build momentum. And with momentum, then you kill it, you know? And they, they just won't do it. It's like, did you do it? Okay, well, guess what? You just wasted your money because I'm not going not a moment further until everybody has done it. So then it teaches them that, to work as a mastermind and to help each other and right. to, you know, really get it together. But I'm like, no, okay, well, shoot. You know, we can stop with the eggs and the butter. Enjoy that. Cause I'm not gonna right. give you the entire recipe at one time because then you pick and choose what you think works. You've always done what you think. It hasn't worked. <laughs> You're never gonna get there, right? It doesn't work. So. I, I just am always just like, oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. Craziest thing ever. But you talked about um, training this professional athlete to go to get this contract that's going to feed him for years. So so what is it that, that you actually do? I mean, I know that you are a professional speaker. I know that you also have a consulting, but do you help just the regular entrepreneur? Yeah, so in the, in the last two years in the last two years i founded the genius speakers academy because i found out for myself in creating freedom um, i really was passionate about helping other people once i figured out the recipe i really got passionate about helping other people um reach their goals and and and, and really monetize their message and so when we created the academy um my goal now is to work with anybody in the service industry, anybody who is an entrepreneur, anybody who is a business owner, we work with CEOs to help them with their vision and their mission and communicating with their um, with their employees. And so now with inside the academy, uh, it's a one-year program. And then we have quarterly trainings that we call Give Me the Mic. And so once you come to this three-day training uh, in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, you're going to have the confidence, exactly what you just talked about, to say, give me the mic. You're going to want the mic because you realize how powerful it is when you have the mic. You're literally controlling your destiny. You know, there's a proverb that says life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so I think profit and loss is in the power of the tongue as well. Yes. You can either secure a new client or mess it up, right? It's with the power of what you say. And so at this three day, I literally break down what, you know, I've learned from going to the best trainings and what I've learned in my own journey of how you can add a speaking business or even if you want to go full-time into speaking um at this three-day we do a whole immersion like a, like i said before it's no fluff it's all content there's no upsells i'm not trying once you get there you're going to know exactly what you need to do what the next step is for your platform for your message for your mission how you can monetize it how you can use media to to elevate your message and really get out there and because i always say it's not so much 
about what you're saying. It's really about who is saying it. People are more impressed about who. So we really help you with your branding and how you can set up your platform. Oh, I love it. Who, you know, that's, that's, we can go on for days and days and days about, you know, who are you? And they, I don't know. Well, if you're not somebody, nobody's going to buy from you. You know what I mean? They're just not. So you can, you can wrap that up right now. If you're not going to be somebody, you know, uh, what's his name? Who, who said that? Um, we are somebody. What, what was it? Jesse Jackson, right? If you're not Jesse, doing Jesse, that, I am somebody. There you go. You know, you need to create who this is, right? And like you said, you know, most of the time I'm watching I Love Lucy. You know, there's nobody around me. I'm not, you know, but when I'm on, I'm on. Because I found that that right. is the most profitable way for me to make money. You know, just, just beyond. But, you, you know, know, most of the time, and that's not who I am. No, you're absolutely right. When I moved back and when I took that time to really study this industry out, that's what I found out. It wasn't the most talented, the most gifted. It was the individuals who created this persona, right? Yep. This persona, yep. even Beyonce, right? When she had, what was her persona? Sasha Fierce. Her, her, Sasha um, Fierce. Sasha Fierce, right? People, <laughs> yeah. you know, people love that. Um, I, I remember listening to, I don't know if your audience would know this, but I was listening to an interview from uh, Too Short and Too Short said, I created that character. To him, it was a character. Too right. Short was a character and he right. says, I was going to make him say the most craziest, wildest stuff, yeah. but Todd, who he is, he's like, I'm Todd, I'm reserved. I would never say that, but Too Short, you get Too Short on the microphone, he's liable to say anything. And that's what we love. Right. Yeah. You're going yeah. to spend five hundred dollars on a Louis Vuitton purse, not because it's a better quality, but because who it is, Louis Vuitton. Right. Who it is. And when I figured that out, it wasn't about my skill set. It wasn't about me getting better on stage. It was about who do people think Dr. Will is. Yeah. And the better I built up that brand and that image, people wanted to work with him. People, yeah. I want to work with Dr. Will. I want to work with Rochelle. I saw her on TV. I want her to coach me. Yeah. They're not, you know, they're not wanting to be coached by the nobody, not, you know, in no, name, right. the people right. who have not built up that persona. And so that's one of the, the key things that you want to remember as you're listening to us. Who are you? Because that's who people are going to connect with yeah. more than what you And they, they want to be that. Like so often, you know, I used to especially early in speaking is that, you know, I came from the stand-up world. So if I wanted the joke to be funny, then I would use curse words, right? So I had such a potty mouth and I would get people who would book me who go, you know, can you kind of not? And I'm like, no, you know, this is, this is who it is. So you either like it or you don't. And then people would hire me and they go, you didn't cuss like not once. And they were disappointed. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't really cuss like that in real life, right? And right, like, right. You don't? And I'm like, no. I mean, I'm just a regular chick. And then I had to stop saying that because I know that 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 I am special, but I think that everybody is special too. You know, and and we're not just regular, but but you can be whoever you want to be. It's just you committing to it. Well, you know, my, my last question that I ask everybody, if you are serious, super serious about financial freedom and time freedom, as you were talking about earlier, what does the audience need to do to finish 2019 strong? What, what, what are the, the top three things that they need to do or the one? Okay. So, um, number one, they have to go out and get your book. That's number one. They got to go out and get your new book. That's number one. Uh, number two, you have to commit to your ideal life, whatever that is. It's going to be different for every single person that's listening to us. But you have to commit to your ideal life. And I always tell my clients, you're always committed. The question is, what are you committed to? You're always committed. Commitment yep. is not the problem. It's what are you committed to? And so when I ask myself this simple question, what lifestyle do I want? Where do I want to live? What do I want to drive? What type of life do I want to experience? When I got committed to that, I had that picture. I said, okay, it's going to take about this much finance to finance that type of life. That changed the clients I dealt with. It had nothing to do with anything except with how I wanted to live. People ask me all the time, how did you figure out your pricing? My lifestyle. 
right. my lifestyle. Right. That's I, literally it. That, like, how did you how did you choose your pricing? Well, this house not going to be five hundred dollars, so I right. can't be charging fifty dollars. Right. And so I literally looked at my lifestyle and said, this is how I want to live. And yep. so to live like this, this is what I have to charge. And yep. so I had to commit to that. And, and we just talked about it. I had to commit to who I needed to become in yep. the public's eye for yep. them to say, I'm willing to give this guy a check for $10,000, give this guy a check for $20,000. And so commitment, guys, ask yourself, what are you really committed to? A lot of people, as we said earlier, a lot of people want it, right? But if I ask the question, who wants a better life? Who wants a million dollar bill? Everybody's going to raise their hand, right. but who's really going to put in the work? And that's the difference. It's what you're committed to. And so when you hear people like me and Rochelle, we're no different than you. We just committed to a lifestyle. We're committed to a lifestyle. Literally, how we want to raise our children, how we want to experience life. We're committed to that. So that shows out in our companies. That shows out in everything that we do, our commitment. So those are two things. Buy that book and get committed to what you really want your life to be. Aren't you nice? Yeah, well, it's, it's if, if you're not, then get out of the way and stop playing, right? Just just get out of the way. Go 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 get a gig. You can do that. You can, you know, it'll take 10%, 20% of your brain power. And then you can, you know, you can be mediocre. That that's you can do that. But see, I don't it, getting a gig makes me itch. So, I, I you know, I got 90 good days at a, at a job. first <laughs> day. Yeah, like I'm impatient. Like the more you learn yourself, like I'm impatient. I don't like to do yard work. Um, I don't want to change tires. I don't want to change my own oil. So I need extra money because there's a lot of stuff I don't like to do. And I'm OK with paying for someone else to do it because I don't want to do it. And so when I figured that out, like I know there's some people, they want to tinker with the car and all. I don't want to tinker with the car. No. I don't want to cut the grass. No. I tell my wife all the time, if it's coming in the house, it better be a symbol. Because I don't want to do it. It's better to be a symbol. Or pay yeah. for it to get a symbol. Because that's not how I want to invest my life. So no. you can call me, you know, less of a man. or whatever. Right. I don't right. want to fix nothing. I don't want to do nothing. Nothing. I want to chill. Nothing. That's, I'm yes. not that dude. I right. to do that. If so, I'm not producing money, then I'm relaxing. So a friend of mine came and stayed the weekend, right? And she goes, hey, I need to wash my hair. Where's your shampoo? She's like, really? You don't have shampoo? Uh-uh. Cause I don't wash my own hair. I go to a spot that's unlimited. Okay. I show up if I want to go every day, I can go every day. That's how I made it sure that my life was, I don't have to wash my own hair. Cause it's a badella. It takes a long time. It's trying to, ooh, and it doesn't, no, no, sorry. That's not what I do. So, so now when I go to hotels, I, I take home the little packets. So when they ask me, I go, oh, here's a packet. <laughs> and they're like, where's this Marriott, this Marriott <laughs> shampoo coming from? That's a, I have a little bag underneath my counter because I don't, sorry, but I don't. And that's, you know, say what you want. Like you said, you can call me lazy. You can call me whatever. Right. No, I don't care. But this is the life I know that me. I want to live. I know me. I know right. me and I, you know, no, uh-uh, uh-uh. But it, it's it's that commitment to that life, you know, even though the bank account doesn't match it, right? Even though, you know, um, I used to allow that, that number in the bank account to bother me. And I said, oh, you know, I don't own, you know, a hundred million dollar business anymore. So I have to kind of change my lifestyle. And I let it, you know, it, it worked for about two years. Until I said, I don't care what, no, I'm, I'm never not driving a Lexus. Sorry, but I, I like the luxury in the, I like to get in the car and the seats move. I like for the window to go, no, you know what I'm saying? And that's just how I like to live. Now, I'm not a, you know, I'm not going to drive a Porsche. That's, that's not me. I'm not, but I do want some type of things that I, I like, I don't do my own hair. I just don't. And, oh, well, you can, they're like, you don't even wash it. No, no. Matter of fact, I got an appointment and late. You know what? <laughs> and, and you said, and you said that earlier about just giving yourself permission. 
Like everybody's in this waiting pattern for somebody to give them permission to say it's okay for me to like the Lexus or say it's okay. No, you have the permission to create your own life. And that's what I try to teach people all the time. It's your life. And, and here's the thing. Once you get down to the bare minimum, there's maybe like five to six things that you really want to do in life. Like me, I just want to chill. I love the beach. Yep. I'll be able to go out whenever I want to be able to go out and I want to travel. Other than that, I don't care about a whole lot of other stuff. No. Right? So once no. you figure out what it costs to finance your happiness, it's not a, most people haven't figured it out. So they're chasing a lot of stuff. But right. once you figure it out, like right. you just said, I like the Lexus. I don't need the Porsche. Right. And so once you get clear on that, you can find, I believe you said this earlier, everybody has a gift. Everybody has, I believe you have enough skill, enough talent to finance the life you love. Yeah. You just have to get committed to it. And whatever that means, whatever changes you have to make, like life, life will allow you, like if we got off this interview right now and said, yeah. let's go live under the bridge. You know what life will say? Okay. Okay. If right. we got off this and said, Hey, let's go create a million dollar product. Life will say, okay, okay. <laughs> whichever way you want to go, whichever yep. way you want yep. to go, life will be like, you want to live under a bridge? Okay. Okay. Right. Because they're all just decisions. That's all it is. They're decisions. That's all it is. And yeah. when you realize that, when you realize that, that it literally just is a, this, and you know this, like I'm singing to the choir, but. No, the I'd love to hear you say whatever, it though. Whatever you choose, the universe, it's like ordering off a menu. You, you're running to the right person. Somebody right now, Rochelle, yep. just told themselves, you know what? I'm tired of being in this situation and they got directed to this, this interview. Some yep. way, somehow, they just said to themselves yesterday, a day before, you know what? Enough is enough. Yep. 2019 is going to be my my platform year for me to launch off and they yep. got directed some way somebody gave them this link somebody they saw your 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 advertisement some way somehow that's how the universe works when the student is ready the teacher will appear, will appear. and that's how it works it's so true well i'm not gonna say nothing now ladies and gentlemen my friend dr will he's fantastic yay it's only me but they're doing it at home too yay <laughs> And I thank you so much for spending, you know, it's supposed to be 30 minutes, but you know, an hour with me hanging out, just sharing just all of your, your amazing stories. And, um, I, I just love it. So underneath here, they'll be able to get, um, a link to the, give me the mic, right? That's what it's called. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And give so. Me the mic. They will be, give me the mic. Yeah. See, I just take the mic. I don't ask for it, but, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I just, <laughs> I got kicked out of the family reunion because I just take the mic, you know, <laughs> and say things I wasn't supposed to. But, but I just thank you so much. It was just my pleasure and all of the nuggets. And you, you are so right. And that's why I get hyped. Like I get hyped. That's why I did this. Not because I needed to. Not because of anything other than I wanted to talk to cool people and people who are my friends that I can go, oh, you know, I literally just went to my Facebook friends and said, oh, okay, I have their number, I got their their text, I got this. Here, look, I wanna do this with you because I know that the moment that they hear you, they will know that you are the one, that you, um, you know, are are the direction they heard you, they know it, and I know that uh, they're, they're ready to add speaking to their business. So if they don't, they're silly, um, and we don't need them anyway, right? <laughs> I appreciate you. You know, I love you. Thank you so much. I had a blast. Awesome. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.